The views, ideas, and content of Wellseekers and their guests are their own opinions, and you should always seek additional professional help around any of the issues discussed here on Wellseekers. Hello and welcome to Wellseekers. Thank you so much for joining us. So glad that you've taken the time to be your best self, form a better relationship with you and the people around you. Today's show is all about forming a better relationship with yourself and really your family. Now, I'm not a parent. I hope to be really in the deepest of my heart someday, sooner than later. Um, But when you're in your later 30s, you have a lot of friends that are parents. When you're in your later 20s, I had a lot of friends that were that were parents. And just watching them go through the process of summer was such an interesting thing for me to do. Now, when you're growing up as a kid, hopefully, and as a teenager, you may have a summer job. I know I had a summer job from the age of 15 on. And even during the summer growing up, my parents really made sure that we were busy doing things around the house or sports or activities. There were five of us growing up. So there was always a lot to do. And I could tell that summer for my mom was incredibly more stressful than during the school year. To us, it was great. We loved it. But for my mom and for my parents, it was an added stress to have us there. And what does she do with us? And any parent out there listening knows the drill. So today's show is for all the parents out there as we head into summer. You know, I have siblings too and friends. My podcast producer, Kelly, she is someone who I've watched too. Just try to balance everything and what to do with your kids during the summer and the stress that it takes on parents. Everyone knows that I'm big into research and I was just looking at some statistics earlier that half of families, 46%, almost half of families have two full-time workers and 61% of families have at least two one full-time and one part-time worker or two part-time workers. So that's a large number. When I was growing up, the number was actually 30%. So there's a lot to balance. You have your jobs, you have your kids now that are out of school. And what not only what do you do with them, but what do you do for yourself to make sure that you are stress-free? We are bombarded. I don't think that's a secret at all with so many things in our life. And summer is not like that lemonade commercial I used to watch growing up with people riding their bikes and the sun shining and that commercial like mom's making dinner at home and everything is perfection and it's carefree. Summer can actually be more stressful than the school year for a lot of parents out there. So if you're a parent and you have kids that are coming home this summer in some way, from age zero to uh, even 30, (laughs) there's kids that are coming home from college. So maybe zero to 21. This could be an especially stressful time for you. And we want to help. Well, Secrets is, of course, all about simple and accessible ways you can actually apply into your life. So how do you take care of yourself as a parent through this summer with your kids at home? Joining us in just a second is going to be Jillian Dominic. She's a licensed clinical social worker. She's been a therapist for years and years. She's also just an incredible person, and she is a mom. And Jillian is going to join us next right here on Wellseekers. You're listening to Wellseekers, a show where the journey is just as important as the destination. We're already friends, so let's make it official. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wellseekers. And we're back on Wellseekers with our guest, Jillian Dominic, who is a licensed independent clinical social worker and a super mom as well. Hi, Jillian. Thanks for joining us. 
Hi, thank you for having me. So, Jill, we were just talking a little bit about what summer is really like. Like growing up, and I don't know if you remember this because we're around the same age. We may even be the same age. I think we're just a couple years apart. But I remember those commercials where people would like ride their bikes and it was like a lemonade commercial and it was just the most relaxing, carefree thing. And now as an adult, knowing that my mom had five children, I think that summer was... (laughs) anything but that for her and watching my friends with kids and my siblings with kids like what to do with their own kids during the summer and then the additional layer of stress on themselves summer seems like the exact opposite of that and I feel like most parents I know are like they can't wait for school to end but then they're like is it fall yet because they can't take (laughs) care of themselves during the summer right yeah, I, mean, I think that there are so so many things to consider. Absolutely. So, is that your experience as a parent? First, before we dive into some of some of the topics of self care and and ways that people can have a more stress free summer for real as parents. Sure. So, my, I have one son; he's almost seven, and I do think different ages and different stages, you know, present different opportunities that are rewarding and challenging, depending on kind of where you're at in the parenting journey, whether you have really young children, school-age children, or teenagers. So my son's finishing up the first grade, and there's a part of me that's so excited to have him home for two and a half months to have adventures and experiences together. Um, And then at the same time, another part of me is intimidated by the lack of structure that no school brings and the idea of so much time to fill. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, we love our kids to death and the time that we spend with them can be so fulfilling and special. And it can also just bring about so much physical tiredness and mental tiredness just kind of from relating to somebody else. I should probably also note that you work as well. So you are a mom and you do also work. So you do have to... To, to balance a lot. 61% of families right now have two people working at least part-time. So this is a common thing. Right. So we would love for you to share with all of our listeners some ways that parents, mom or dad, because some dads are working part-time or staying home with kids. That has completely changed. I feel like when we grew up as well, that wasn't as common. I, that is common now. So parents can de-stress and take care of themselves through the summer months while enjoying time with their kids. Right. I mean, I was thinking about when you invited me to do this podcast and I was thinking about who might be listening. I was considering that people are in all different kinds of situations. You may be working outside of the home. You might be home full time. You know, you might be married. You might be divorced. You might have financial hardships. So, Everyone's situation is so different, but I think the commonality is that with summer, we're we're generally in the mindset of trying to give our kids the best possible experience, but we have to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves as well. So we need to be, you know, of course, it's it's good and natural to thinking about your children and putting them first. I mean, that's our instincts, but at the same time, we've got to think about ways that are appropriate for our situation to build in that self-care that's so necessary. Absolutely. I think you summed it up. There are so many different situations, but the reality is, is that with summer comes change and with change comes stress. Absolutely. What are some of those things? 
we have a blog. Jillian also did a blog. So we'll make sure to link to that too if you want to read more about these. Give us some of the ways that we can incorporate self-care into our summer as parents. One of my favorite tips is to kind of do a swap. So I have a couple moms who, you know, throughout the summer, if we just have a day that feels very wide open, which can sometimes be good, but other times can be overwhelming, I might text her in the morning and say, like, okay, I'll take your son from 9 to 12 if you can take mine from 12 to 3. <laughs> and ah. I've seen parents that kids do this as well. So if kids get a play date, they get to play with each other, and each mom, you know, gets a break. Or if they have a young child, can probably can't do this focus on that one. So that's a favorite of mine. My sister does that. I see my sister do that with her children as well. It's like, oh, if you need me to take them so that you can do X, Y, and Z, I'm happy to. I think that the important thing to note, too, is what are you doing in that time off? And to carve out some time where there's, I mean, you again, I'm not a parent, which I said in the beginning, so you could speak to this better. But I can imagine just even witnessing on the outside, as a mom, you have a million things to do. So in those three hours, you're like, I'm going to get this these 10 things done, but making sure one of those 10 things is actually something that's going to fill you up and not just a checklist item. No, that's such a good point. That's a great point. And I think a lot of us as moms and dads kind of fall into this, I don't want to say it's a trap, but kind of fall into this routine of it. as soon as we get a little time to ourselves, we feel like we need to be doing something, like whether it's grocery shopping or mowing the lawn, cleaning the kitchen. And all those things definitely need to get done. At the same time, like you said, maybe for, so you do two or three things that need to get done and you take 30 minutes for yourself. One of my favorite quotes, and I always think about parenting when I hear this, is we can't pour from an empty cup. So if you, if you just are going and going and going all the time, you're going to run out of steam. Mm. <laughs> your goal is to take great care of your and so you have all the best of intentions to get these things done so that you can be freed up for when they come home. But part of that is just giving yourself a rest, giving your head a little space to do the things that you enjoy or doing nothing. I love that quote. Yeah. And it's like, God forbid you just take 20 seconds to scroll through on your iPhone. Like if that's relaxing for you, take 20 minutes and look at Instagram, you know, whatever works for you, reading a book, walking the dog by yourself, just sitting outside. Any of these things, if you just take a little bit of time can help fill up your cup and then you have more to give when your child comes home and everybody wins. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I I always go back to um, fresh air and nature. So one way of recharging while you're with your kids is to, you know, there we all have kind of other parents that we get along with, maybe some that we don't so much. So it's like identify, identify those parents that you do get along with and reach out to them, set up a play date, and go to a playground and meet at the beach. So then you get to see your kids having fun with other kids, but you get to relax and enjoy some time with a parent that you might be able to have a great conversation with or just catch up. So it doesn't always have to involve not being with your kid. Yeah. <laughs> like both are important. There are really fun ways to be with and without your kids. I love that integration because nature and being outside is so important and can help recenter you. And I love inviting someone 
else along because, you know, as professionals that that social connection is such a big piece in people's lives. And even just babysitting my nephews for a short duration of time when my sibling comes home, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness you're home so we can have like an adult chat because you love them, right? Like probably the only people I would kill for are my nephews. Like I love them that much. So I can't even imagine as a parent how much that love is intensified. But I want to talk to an adult. Like sometimes I'll go to the coffee shop with them because I'm like, I just want to talk to the person at the counter who knows my name <laughs> and like yeah. is above the age of seven. Yeah. I mean, and I think too, especially for single parents, if you're a single parent, you're not getting as much of that adult time. Mm, totally. So finding ways to connect with other parents during the circle could be a great way to, you know, give your kids some fun with someone else and give you a chance to you know, have a good conversation as well. And Jill, I know you have a couple more, but I just want to say for the ones you've talked about so far, the thing I like about them as well is that you talked about people are in different financial situations. Those things are things you can do in any financial situation. You can go to a park. You don't need to buy a $30 pass to an amusement park to have the best summer ever. So love that. Yeah. And a lot of times with those kind of events, there's so much pressure because you're thinking I spent $100 on this day, or if you can kind of access free things in your community, and most communities have so much going on for kids, that can be a great way to be able to formulate that about it and take a little bit of the the pressure off. Love it. What else is on your list? If you are um, in a situation where you're married or you have another adult at home or maybe even, you know, I don't happen to have family very close by to me, but I know a lot of my friends do and they take full advantage of, you know, having their mom or their sister come over, even just for an hour or two and going to a yoga class, going to a church service alone, Mm. you know, going to a coffee shop and reading a book. So asking your network for help, it might be parents of your kids' friends. I really utilize the high school babysitters in my community. They're (laughs) inexpensive, they're enthusiastic, they're energetic. They're around all summer. And I wrote in my blog, like, sometimes I'll even just text our babysitter and say, can you just take my son for a 30-minute bike ride? And then he gets the benefit of this person's energy. I get a little time to recharge. And something as simple as 30 minutes can make such a big difference. And I think that doesn't sound awful. I have to say, and maybe there's... And I know there is a culture where there are some parents that put a ton of pressure on themselves and other parents to do things perfectly. But as someone who doesn't have kids, that does not sound awful to me. That sounds like a great idea. And I'm glad you're sharing it because there is, I think parents do tend to judge themselves. And I just want to say to all the parents out there, people aren't judging you as much as I think you are judging yourself as someone without kids. I think that that's true. Yeah. I'm like, that is genius. If I had a son or a daughter, I would do the same exact thing. Absolutely. Like good for you for, for knowing your boundary and being like, I don't want, sometimes I don't want to ride a bike myself. So I can imagine like having (laughs) someone else. It's like, I don't want to take you on a bike ride, but it's worth not getting a coffee or tea or whatever else I need to chop off my grocery list to have this happen. If you are dealing with finances. I love that. Exactly. I think another thing too, is sometimes we feel guilty about having to do things like the mundane things of everyday life with our kids. Like I've heard a lot of parents talk about like, Oh, I really need to get to the grocery store, but I just feel so badly like dragging my kids. 
And it's like, it's okay for for kids to have to be a little bored sometimes or to do things that they don't want to do. Sometimes you can make those experiences fun. Sometimes you're just going to get through it. But there's this kind of guilt or this pressure around giving your kids just these perfect experiences every day is not realistic. It's not realistic. And also, you could speak to this as well. Like Developmentally, it's not hindering them in any way. If anything, it's helping them develop additional coping skills. Like, I feel uncomfortable with this or I don't want to be with this. Well, you're going to have to figure that out. This is a good time to figure it out. We're going to the grocery store. And I also think as a kid, I was dragged to the grocery store probably daily in the summer. I loved it. I felt like I had an appreciation okay, for true. food. I was yeah. like, I knew what was for dinner. I knew that how much work my mom put into it. I really appreciated and learned those skills. Okay, well, if you want to eat, you go to the grocery store, you purchase food and you make it. Right, exactly. We were raised more European because my dad's family was from Italy. I think some of our the ways we were raised were more old school. But we were a part of all the process of like making dinner, setting the table, like doing the mundane, which really does help discipline as you get older. Now you know how to make dinner, set the table, go and do these tasks. And that life isn't all about like $100 amusement park rides. There are some things that you need to do in order to enjoy some of those perks. So I think it's not only, I think it's actually something that could help your kids from a developmental perspective. And I don't know if you would agree with that too. No, I do. I do agree with that. And I think in terms of self-care, I actually think the more we can communicate with our kids, the better. You know, if you have a kid on, and you can just talk to them, watch a show for 30 minutes. You know, they're not like one year old at this point. Maybe they're six or seven or eight. I think it's a healthy thing to say, I've had a busy day. You know, your mom is feeling tired. I'm going to go sit in the sun, which is something that is helpful for me. Um, And I know you enjoy watching a show, so I'm going to put on a show for you. But kind of almost modeling self-care can be a good thing. And I'm not saying you put on a three-hour movie, (laughs) but I'm saying to show them that you're just taking 20 or 30 minutes and they're at an age where they can safely watch the show or be coloring or drawing. So many people put the pressure that you have to be interacting with your kids and playing with them all the time. And I actually think that's unhealthy when there's so much focus. Of course, they're going to grow up to think it's all about them, which is not what any of us want for our kids. We want them to understand that other people have needs as well. Like you talked about, like, sometimes you're going to be bored. Sometimes your mom needs to take care of some things in order to run the household, and you're going to have to entertain yourself a little bit. But mentally, like you said, those are all very healthy, good things to model. I love that you use the term modeling because I think that that is key so that your son or your daughter knows that self-care is important and this is what mom or dad does for self-care. And then they learn like, oh, I like my show. Mom, dad likes this. I get it now. So there's time to take care of yourself and that time is important and modeling that is, is key. And I love that you went over things, Jillian, that are definitely things that can make your summer more stress-free and provide self-care, but also are pretty critical in helping your child develop in a healthy way, I think. You could tag that on to these as well. Right, absolutely. So Jill, before we let you go, anything else you want to share? These were great. And again, things that everyone can do regardless of their budget. So thanks for keeping that in mind when you shared those tips with us. Yeah, I mean, I think I would just end on, you know, the kind of the way I ended my blog post. You know, at the end of the day, we love our kids. 
we want to be with them. Our instinct is to spend as much time with them as we can and to put them first. And in many ways, this is really a good thing, but we also can't lose ourselves in the process. And we need to get enough sleep and rest and downtime. And I think people get really creative about that. So I'm hoping that there might be some comments, you know, on this podcast, other ideas about what parents do to take care of themselves, especially throughout the summer months. Because like you said, change can often bring about stress. So it's a good time to brainstorm different ways to take care of our kids and different ways to take care of ourselves. I love that. So let's continue the conversation. If you guys have comments or ideas, you can tweet them at us, email us at hello at wellseekers.com, post them below in the podcast, post them on Facebook. We would love to hear and share your ideas as well. Jillian Dominic, make sure to check out her blog. We'll put it in the link with more great ideas. Thanks so much for joining us and for your time today. Thanks so much for having me. And we'll be right back on Wellseekers. Do you want advice to live life more well, delivered to your inbox? You got it. Sign up for our Seekerhood newsletter at wellseekers.com. Like this podcast? There's lots more where this came from. Find more shows at wellseekers.com. Welcome back to Well Seekers. Thanks so much to Jillian Dominic, licensed independent clinical social worker and mom for joining us with some great tips and ideas on ways parents can de-stress this summer. What I loved about what Jillian said, well, there was a lot I loved about what Jillian said, but regardless of where you are, whether you're a single parent or married or have money or don't have money, the things that she talked about can all be used. And that's something that is really important to me as a person, not even because I'm not a parent yet. It's still really important for everyone listening and for the people that are a part of Well Seekers to have things that they can actually do that don't cost money because so much knowledge and information and tools and tricks are expensive. And we're all about accessibility, simple and easy here at Well Seekers. So thanks to Jill for that. Also, just from a professional standpoint, she talked a lot about modeling. So these behaviors that we can do as individuals and of course as parents that are important for kids to watch so that they learn them and can apply them to their life as well. Like I was talking about my mom used to take us grocery shopping and she used to have us make dinner with her. So we knew this is what you do. This is how you get groceries. This is how you pay for them. This is how you make a dinner, set a table, you know, all of the things in between that as kids and even as a parent to kids, I can imagine don't seem fun teaching your children that, but are really valuable lessons that as we grow older, we can apply into our own adult life. I also just want to stress the value of self-care. I know from having so many friends in my life and siblings who are parents as well, that there's so much judgment that parents put on themselves. So I'm just going to say it from an outside perspective, watching parents that are just so incredible, probably like yourself listening right now, judge themselves, just breaks my heart because from an outside perspective, I can see you doing the best that you can. I can see you loving your kids and working to make your kids the best people that they can be and to have the best experiences they can be. So from an outside perspective, I just want to add that I hope this summer you judge yourself a little less because you are doing a phenomenal job from an outside perspective. And I say that to my listeners and I say that to the people in my own life that I love and I admire and I watch with their kids every day and beat themselves up because they don't think they're doing things perfectly. I can say that you are doing 
a phenomenal job. So one thing I would add on to Jillian's advice is to give yourself a little break, cut yourself a little slack because you're probably doing a whole lot better than you even think you are. Thank you so much for joining us for today's show. We hope that you learned a lot. We hope that your summer is a little bit more like that lemonade commercial that we were talking about before and that you enjoy the sunshine and the time with your family and your friends. And if you don't have kids like myself, I just want to let you know that I feel you as well and that shows like this, I don't shy away from them because I know so many people out there have kids, but I also appreciate that a lot of my listeners' hearts ache for kids that they've lost or kids that they want, and I just want you to know I'm right there with you. Um, But what we can do is champion our friends that have kids, and instead of separating ourselves from their lives, help them. Be a support this summer. I know that I plan on being a support to the people in my life who have children this summer and being a part in their lives and being a part of their kids' lives as well has been one of the greatest joys that I've had. So until you have your own kids, try and be a resource to someone who maybe is struggling this summer. It'll only enhance your relationship with them and fulfill your life even more. So for everyone out there, I would just say, if you don't have kids and can be a support, be a support this summer. From all of us here at Wellseekers, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to tweet us, write us on Facebook, Instagram, or on all social media at Wellseekers. And you can shoot us an email at hello at wellseekers.com with any questions, comments, or anything else you may need. So happy summer. Hope you're drinking some lemonade. And we'll talk to you next time here on Wellseekers. Thanks for being part of the Seekerhood. We couldn't do this without you. Want to talk? Lucia is a great listener. Join the conversation now at wellseekers.com.